Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Outspoken with White and Jordan. Hard-edged, hard-nosed, hard to beat. Where are you coming from in this one? Your 100% essential download. Jim White and Simon Jordan. You let this get out of control. Outspoken with White and Jordan. From the world's biggest sports radio station, Talk Sport. Good morning, everybody. It is Jim White and Simon Jordan, and we are live on TalkSport. There are big Friday mornings, and there are very big Friday mornings, and this is a very, very big Friday morning. Where are we? We're out and about. We're in West London. We're at Westfield Shepherd's Bush. Later on this morning, the weigh-in will take place. The weigh-in of Anthony Joshua and Jermaine Franklin ahead of their big fight tomorrow night live at the O2, a fight you can hear commentary of live on TalkSport. And, of course, Premier League football is back after the international break. Manchester City up against Liverpool. It's all going down and we are right across a lot on TalkSport. But AJ is back. And still the unified heavyweight champion of the world Alexander Joshua for some reason had the belts in his hand and he threw those belts outside of the ring. I've never seen anything like that. Anthony Joshua's walking back to the ring. I'm not a 12 round fighter. Look at me. When you try and do things from your heart, not everyone's always going to understand. Oh yeah, you don't throw combinations like Rocky Marciano. Because I am 14 stone, that's why. I'm upset. Oh. Going to be a tough defeat to take, but he'll be back. Joshua going to the body, looking to work the upper It'll be silly of me to underestimate this guy. Lift off for AJ! My name's Anthony Joshua. Listen to my fight against Jermaine Franklin this Saturday on TalkSport, the home of boxing. You're right, AJ. TalkSport, the home of boxing. It's all happening, and as I say, we are right across the lot. Simon and I have been at Westfield here in West London uh, for well over a couple of hours now, and the place is filling up all the time behind us. And if you're watching on YouTube and Facebook, we're streaming live, of course, this morning. You can see it. The stage is all set, literally, uh, for the weigh-in this morning. So two of us... I've become four of us because I'm delighted to say here on stage, just yards away from the big stage, a boxing writer and a talk sport fight pundit, Gareth A. Davis, joins us live. And, of course, our own Adam Catterall is with us as well. Guys, you are welcome. Uh, Gareth, I'll kick off with you. What kind of Joshua do you think we're going to see tomorrow night? Because this is make or break. He must win, mustn't he? Yeah, he must do. And um, I think... 
It, it, it won't make him this fight, but it can break him. And that's the key to this contest because he's expected to win. He's expected to show his full flow. New regime, they're calling it the new dawn, aren't they? It's, I think it's Anthony Joshua 3.0 in my view. He's had the amateur career and the Olympic success, the growth into being a brilliant world champion. And now he's had his fall and he has to rise again. And he, and he will rise again only if... He has what he's called, he, when we sat down, when I sat down with him earlier in the week, where he has his flow, where he believes in himself, where he's, he's not um, cautious, where he's not gun-shy, where he lets his hands go and where he, we see some genuine IQ and we see a stoppage, in my view, before seven rounds. Yeah, before seven rounds. Before okay. seven rounds. Uh, the other side of Simon is Adam Catterall. Adam, good morning to you. Morning, boys. Um, uh, how, how on earth would you go about summing up the story of Anthony Joshua which has brought us to this place um, listen he's had a fantastic story I mean we're talking about an Olympic um, champion that went on to unify the division not once but twice um, many people have been hypercritical of maybe the level of opponents that he has faced in his tenure but let's not take away from the fact that he's had 12 uh, championship fights, back-to-back, stadiums, all this type of thing. And in a way, he's kind of regenerated the interest for boxing in the UK. I think he's had a wonderful journey to this particular point, but he is at a, a serious crossroads tomorrow night uh, against Jermaine Franklin in a fight that he's absolutely expected to win. This is the first time that he's fought an unranked, unranked fighter coming off a loss since Kevin Johnson. And we know what happened in that fight. He took care of Kevin Johnson in two rounds. This is the, the O2 Arena. It's his old stomping round. I'm fully expecting... Uh, to see the old AJ back um, and going through Jermaine Franklin like a dose of salts and hopefully re reigniting this heavyweight division because we've all been disappointed. Can I add to that, James, yeah. as well, um, and Simon? He's also, as Adam rightly points out, he's been a meteoric figure for the sport. Um, and he, he, in boxing parlance, he deserves a gimme after all that time. And it is a gimme. This in is a gimme. Of, it, in lots of ways, it's a gimme because... He, and yes, he's under pressure. He's a very scrutinized athlete. He has been a victim, if I can put it that way, of his own success for a very long time. He came up short against Alexander Usyk, and he has voiced his frustrations that he lacks something in boxing terms in his IQ and his background at the very highest level. He just needs to win convincingly for the optics on Saturday night. And there's three massive fights worth 100 million quid out there to him. And that's why this is so big. Tyson Fury, Joe Joyce, Deontay Wilder, that man, Anthony Joshua, can go home with another 100 million in the bank. Yep. And it doesn't matter if he wins one or wins two and loses two of those four fights. He will complete the era, in my view. Simon, that's what, Gareth that's says what it should be aiming for. I mean, does Anthony Joshua at should be, I said. Career, it should deserve be. a gimme? Um, possibly. I mean, he certainly deserves a tune-up after having two very compelling fights against someone that other fighters might have seeked to avoid or might have already avoided in recent times. I'm not sure he's a victim of his own success. I think he's a victim of the packaging that has been put around him that may have put him at a point or a stage in his career or at an ability level that perhaps he wasn't at. at. And there's various versions of Anthony Joshua. There's the Anthony Joshua that bulldozed his way through the division until he fought Vladimir Klitschko, went to a dark place to win that particular fight and came back a slightly different fighter. There's the Anthony Joshua that's gone and lost to Andy Ruiz and then has fought behind the jab and won fights on the back of that against Joseph Parker previously to the Ruiz fight and then got his belt back from Ruiz. And then there's the Anthony Joshua that was frankly out-fought, out-fought 
outmaneuvered by Alexander Usyk. And now what we've got is we've got the Anthony Joshua that's gone to a, a promote, uh, gone to a, fight, uh, a trainer that he appears to be saying in the press conferences that he's a student of and he's going to listen to because apparently he didn't listen to Rob McCracken because no one would have thought the fight that he fought against Alexander Usyk he's in the first fight. He's with him for a very long time, Simon. Anyone in their right mind would suggest that he wouldn't have fought the fight against Alexander Usyk the first time round if he was listening to his trainer, unless his trainer was a half-wit and no one would make Rob McCracken that particular analysis, would they? So we've now got him talking about a trainer that's uh, uh, going to teach him and a student and someone that he's going to learn a lot from. It's interesting to hear what the trainer had to say because Derek James is reputed to be, albeit not someone that trains heavyweights, but a trainer that, that encourages and induces energy in their fighters, yet he talks about the fight in a way that it doesn't matter how he wins, he's, as long as he gets the W. Yeah, but he's, which right. I think, but he's right. right as well, because he has to take that stance, Simon. Well, he, well not because really. He doesn't have to take that fight. He's, no, because he doesn't. He can't afford to take... It's got to be educated pressure, and if the fight... We don't know how the fight will play out. But he doesn't have to take We're that all stance. speculating. He's choosing to take that stance. So with Derek James's position, what we want, what everybody wants, what everybody wants and really needs needs to see to make it a compelling argument for us to suggest that Anthony Joshua has regained this proverbial eye of the tiger mm -hmm. is he goes in there and he deals with this fella in no uncertain yeah, terms. Yeah. And that's the end of the discussion. And, and I would have liked to hear Derek James kind say, of call that, that on. Yeah, He's yeah. not Adam? that kind of character though, is he? he? Derek James isn't that kind of character. Yeah, but He doesn't talk that way. But from an Anthony Joshua point of view, for me, what you've just said there, Simon, it kind of rings true with my own personal observations of him. I think he's in a bit of an identity crisis, and he's had that since Vladimir Klitschko. If you, if you look at these first 18 fights, yes, the level of opponent is very, very different to what happened afterwards. But those first 18 fights, he only got out the third round twice. Dillian White, Dominic Brazil. So he's used to block, going in there, bulldozing people, and blowing people away. Granted, the level of opponent since Klitschko has been much, much better. He hasn't finished anybody in the first half of a fight since that point. Since Eric, Eric Molina in 2016. And he could have done it to Kubrat Pulev, but he chose not to, if you recall. Well, he, he could have done it against the plenty. Listen, he could have done round. it against plenty he's of these He's gone opponents. shy. We know he's the gone early, shy. The earliest that he has we finished somebody has shy. been Alexander Povetkin in that seventh round. So, therefore, he is... He's tried to become something that he isn't. He's tried to become a boxer. He's looked at Lennox Lewis. He's tried to get behind that jab. He's tried to do things in a way where he takes the path of least resistance and get himself to the end destination. It's worked to an extent, but this team-up with Derek James, for me, is purely about what's going on between AJ's ears. He's got all the tools in the world. Go and reignite what AJ really is. He's a wrecking machine, and that's what you need to see on Saturday yeah. night. It's not about ambling to a 12-round points decision victory. That doesn't work for anybody. We can't make an argument for him to go, he's getting with Tyson Fury next if that happens. He needs to smoke this guy in six rounds. It's as simple as that. Yeah, it is. Right. It it is. He's got to blow this guy out of there. Yeah, of course he has. That's all what we all would like to see him do, but that's not what necessarily happens when you get punched in the face because the game plan <laughs> goes out the window. Don't you, you agree with that? I no, agree no, with that. Here's the thing with Derek James. Here's the risk with Derek James. You mentioned it, Simon. Um, it's the first time that Derek James has had an elite heavyweight. Okay, so that is a very, very interesting pointer going into this fight because heavyweight boxing is different to the rest. And, and Derek is. James, and for those who don't know, is AJ's new trainer, right? Yes, yeah, 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 we've said that. Yeah, yeah, of course, that he is his new trainer. Yeah, it's the first camp together. They've only been together for three months. Look, we are so scrutinizing of Anthony Joshua. He won Olympic super heavyweight gold after 30 amateur fights. He took up boxing at 18, 19. He's a neophyte in many ways. As George Foreman said, and as I reminded Anthony on Wednesday, no one prepares you to be the heavyweight champion in the world in terms of PR, how to carry yourself, or, or understanding the kind of pressures you are under. When George Foreman lost to Muhammad Ali in the Rumble in the Jungle, he disappeared for a decade. He came back and he took 19 fights to the age of 46 to win the world title back again because he couldn't handle it. 
Give these guys some credit. He lost to Andrew. We can talk about Cassius Clay being prepared to win the world title at 21 years of age. We can what? talk about Mike Tyson being prepared to win the heavyweight championship of the world at 21 years of age. Just because George Foreman is an argument that suits the mechanism that you wish to deploy. And I'm, we don't need Eddie Earn up here for, for Anthony Joshua's PR. We've got you doing it. The bottom line <laughs> is, is the accountability here is, is that we need Anthony Joshua to make a definitive statement because he hasn't made one for some time. Simon, he made a definitive statement against Oliver. Alexander Usyk in that he, he he gave an improved performance. He was 5-4 up after nine rounds and he got outboxed, as we've all said. He got outboxed in the last four rounds. He wasn't massively hurt he in that fight. Like he wasn't 5-4 up in that fight. No, That's how know. I had it after nine rounds. Well, you five, may four, well have done. Yeah, yeah but, but listen, you're the caped crusader for our sport right now, yeah? And and, and everybody else doesn't know what they're doing, Simon. No, you, not, not specifically. No, you, are, you act like the caped crusader it's, it's, of boxing. It's, it's called a debate. No, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm having and, a debate and, with you. And neither are you the oracle. I'm not, right. I'm not so, saying so I am. So let's not pigeonhole either. one another into a position, Gareth, because I could have a real dance with you, Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I can't actually be bothered. The point of the matter is what that we're, mean, we're, what, we're, what, we're having a debate about where Anthony Joshua, Joshua is in the great scheme of things. Myself and Adam believe that he needs to make a compelling statement. You want to give him a pass no, for whatever he, for whatever he, he does. I've already said he a compelling statement. I've said I think he needs to get the job done in seven rounds. I'm giving both sides of the argument, Simon, Let me tell as you, an observer a, on the sport. This very, well, audible, that I will this say, very audible exchange, Adam, it is uh, certainly interesting. Those who have pitched up to do a bit of innocent shopping here at Westfield this shopping morning. Shopping and fighting today, And they're yeah. standing back in huge numbers, I can tell you, the other side of these cameras, enjoying this toing and froing between uh, the Cape Crusader. Yeah, he's become That's the Cape new. Crusader for boxing, uh, Gareth A. Davis and Adam Cattrall. Uh, the weigh-in coming up later this morning, but it's all go with us right here and now on Talk Sport. Welcome to the Coliseum of Confrontation. Outspoken with White and Jordan. The great and the good of the world of boxing are here this morning at Matchroom Promoter, the head of Matchroom Boxing. Eddie Heron will join us the other side of 11.30 right now. Simon and myself, sorry, the Cape Crusader, Simon Jordan. Absolutely. And uh, myself are joined on stage in front of the main stage for the weigh-in by Ron Adam Catterall and Gareth A. Davis, boxing writer and uh, broadcaster. Gareth, come on then, tell me, convince me about Jimmy. Franklin, what can you tell me to convince me that he is anything of a chance against uh, AJ tomorrow night, the man that they call a 989 assassin from Michigan, USA? Well, I think when you, just looking at him as a human being, uh, it's an area of privation. He's grown up in poverty. Um, his life has changed inordinately over the last year. Look at the opportunities he's had. Many people, many fans believed he beat Dillian White last November. He can definitely box. There's no question about it. It was an off-color Dillian White, but he's got something. He's definitely in shape. They've been to Hollywood, Florida. He's had a, two camps where he's properly prepared for, for, for White and, and for Joshua. Before that, he was supporting his family in lockdown, as we were discussing off air, I was just explaining, he worked in a wool factory making netting, netting um, and, and worked 12-hour shifts, had two jobs, um, was, was trying to get to the gym in the evenings after working 72 hours a week. It's an incredible story. This is an opportunity for massive legacy for him. And he is cool, calm and collected. He's a quietly spoken character. He's up against a beer moth. There's no question about it. Well, that's but he's seen Andy say. Ruiz do it. So he Adam Castle, as a, as a fighter... It. What's he got? Fast hands. That's it. Um, this is Rocky Balboa 1. 
I'm gonna, I'll, I'll tell you straight. The Andy Ruiz thing, yes, of course, people are going to make comparisons because of the size and, and what Andy Ruiz brought to the table that day. But Andy Ruiz was a ranked fighter going in to the fight with Anthony Joshua. This guy isn't. He's not ranked by any of the sanctioning bodies. He's probably ranked around about 20 in the world. He's coming off a loss, and he's got the uh, Willy Wonka golden ticket. That's what he's got, because Anthony <laughs> Joshua needs a confidence builder. That is why this guy is here. He's, be, he's been brought in to be knocked over by Anthony Joshua. Don't get me wrong. Gareth makes some great points. This is a guy that has got that ticket, and this is heavyweight boxing. If he lands, you never know what's exactly. going to happen because so we saw him. At, He's got a punch because we saw him Madison Square Garden. We saw a smaller guy cause Anthony Joshua an awful lot of trouble. Catastrophic night for Joshua and when we no one expected. No, no, Ruiz nobody did. Nobody did. But Andy days. Ruiz was. Andy no Ruiz is far better than Jermaine Franklin. Far better. And let's not forget. Yeah, we can make an argument all day long that Jermaine Franklin beat Dillian White. I personally don't think so. I thought it was a draw. Very close. But the yeah. fact is, he didn't. He's coming off a loss. This kid taking on the former unified two-time so heavyweight is he a champion of the world. Opponent? For Joshua. No, I'm disappointed in it. I'm disappointed in that. Who should have been fighting now? Dylan White. White. That should have been the fight. That should have been the fight. Yeah. So, I mean, does he have anything in his armory, to be honest, Adam, that's going to make us think, wow. Yeah. Yeah. A shock could well happen. As I said, he's got fast hands. And he's, he's, his, big, his biggest asset is what's going on between Anthony Joshua's ears. That's his biggest asset. He's also got decent movement. He, 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 his feet are terrible. He Let's, punches well in exchange. Well, I was there ringside to watch him fight Dillian White, and I thought he was handy. Definitely Dillian handy. White was off. You just said that night. He, he was off, but Dillian White is, is an elite heavyweight. Who has been, just been beaten by Tyson Fury in an elite heavyweight contest. Yeah. But it, uh, that, Jim, look, Jermaine and who's Franklin, also been knocked out by Anthony Joshua seven, eight years ago. Th- there is jeopardy in this fight. That's what I'm going to say. For, like, if, 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 he gets caught, if he gets caught, there like are it. dangers. Um, I mean, the, I don't the think are saying, welcome back, AJ. Here you go. Here's your chance again to get back into the yeah. group for the big time. I mean, there's jeopardy in crossing the road, isn't there? But if you look both ways, you don't get run over. And ultimately, if Anthony Joshua looks both ways and decides to do a job on this fellow, then that's precisely what he should be able to it's do. It's not as easy as that. Come well, on. Crossing the road is not I know, a heavyweight but, fight but, but in, in, in front of 20,000 people. But in my role when as, you're earning 25 in my role million, as Cape... With a new, hang on. With a new broadcast. In your role as Cape... Crusader, hang on, put your cape on. Let me just finish. In in this, Anthony Joshua is under enormous pressure. Oh, so what, Gareth? What's that got to do with the price of cheese? In my role of Cape Crusader, besides outlawing dress codes like look like they come from Shawadawadi, I would be in the ca- in the in the in the era of making topic, of making sure that Anthony Joshua is held to account. He needs to go into this fight and make a statement. He and will we can make do the statement. dance of the seven veils if we he, want. But the bottom line is, is Jermaine Franklin is not up to the level. He should get knocked over, and he should get knocked over quick. And if he doesn't then everyone's going to have a look at Anthony Joshua and say, what, what are we seeing from this fighter now? Because there are massive questions about Anthony, Anthony Joshua. You're like the fan out from, there. From that sw- he's damned if he does and he's damned That's if not he true. doesn't. If I'm he an, goes I, 12 I, rounds, I, you'll damn him. If I'm, he knocks I'm, him out I'm quickly, he wasn't I'm an objective enough. point of view. You have to call Underdogs win in sports, I, I, I don't they? To, they? You know that. They do very rarely. They do. happens. Very rarely. And in this instance, if it does happen end of Anthony Joshua, if he doesn't do a job that's compelling, the debate will rumble on whether he's ever going to get back to and that level. And that's a fair point. And that's a fair that, point. That is the a debate fair point. will always rumble on about where Anthony Joshua sits in this era if he doesn't fight Wilder, Joyce and Fury. And that's a fair well, comment too. We, we shall be in the company of AJ's promoter, Eddie Hearn, at the other side of the upcoming bulletin. We'll, we'll give uh, Adam a chance to get his breath back. Uh, Gareth e. Davis, <laughs> I, like, I, I like your outfit, Gareth. Oh, yeah, come on. I mean, I mean listen, come on. It's fine. Roy Orbison, Shawadiwadi, comes out Lord, 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 and, Bowen. and we'll um, leave the Cape you know, Crusader and Gareth A. Davis to head off under the moon of love. That's what we need to take <laughs> us to the 11.30 bulletin. Eddie Hearn's on the way. Wonder what he's wearing. 
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Download, stand well back, listen. Outspoken with White and Jordan. From the world's biggest sports radio station, Talk Sport. And still the unified heavyweight champion of the world. AJ, you saw his reaction. His passion, devastated. I think he's admitting there, look, I'm up with all the elite fighters in the world and I'm not sure if I'm the number one or not. That's the Anthony Joshua I want to see. The real Anthony Joshua. He just fell short, but he'd give it a go. I'm upset, really, like, deep down in my heart. Oh, man. Lights. We go, Joshua quickly into the centre. Yeah, the more he talks, the bigger gravy digs for himself. But it is what it is, isn't it? You in the wrong business if you if you don't truly believe in yourself. Joshua can take him out. Left hook the big left hook, and it's all over. My name's Anthony Joshua. Listen to my fight against Jermaine Franklin on Talksport, the home of boxing. Yes, indeed. Tomorrow night, TalkSport brings you radio commentary of former world boxing champion Anthony Joshua's comeback fight against this man from Michigan in the USA, Jermaine Franklin. And we're going to look ahead to the fight now in partnership with DAZN. Uh, we're coming to you live from the scene of the weigh-in, which is coming your way shortly. Uh, we're live on TalkSport from uh, Westfield Shopping Centre over in Shepherd's Bush, West London. And the great and the good in the world of boxing are all over this uh, place this morning. Many, many fight fans arriving on the scene. The place is a, a hive of activity. Simon is alongside me. So too uh, TalkSport boxing commentator Adam Catterall are now joining us. We have thrown Gareth A. Davis off the platform and we've been joined by fight promoter Eddie Hearn. Eddie, this is quite a scene, but you're used to this, aren't you? I, I'm just enjoying the... I, I was just standing over there. Gareth came over swearing like mad. They've kicked me off. I want to stay on there. I don't know what was happening. I missed it all, but I'm sure it was entertaining. It was entertaining. We got rid of him. It was we, put, we put a full-length mirror in front of him, so we can't have this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, first off, 
the, the man Jordan and you um, locking horns once again. I wouldn't have thought in the way you did in the news building at London Bridge the other day, but you enjoyed that. I did joust, enjoy it. Right? No, it was. Listen, I like. You know, it was a, it was a good debate. It was a strong debate. Um, clearly, a lot of people enjoyed it. I understand it was your biggest numbers ever in the history of Talksport. Oh, really? Confirmed. Which is great. We haven't heard no, that. No, no, genuine, no. Genuinely. No, in fairness to Eddie, it was um, not his big, our biggest numbers in listening to the show, but what it was was the biggest numbers watching it live simultaneously yeah. on YouTube. Mm. Yeah. So it was a remarkable effect. Absolutely. I mean, Eddie's still going around doing his victory lap, apparently. So I'm, I'm very happy I'm not, for him. No, I thought it was humble in victory. I thought it was a good debate. It was, I thought it, it was, was an interesting debate. I didn't realise there was a title at the end of it, but I know it means a lot to you. It does. So I'm happy especially, for you. Especially, I'm, especially outwitting a superstar I'm, like you. I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy to give you the, delu- the, the deluded W if that's what yeah, you want. I was more happy because not many people ever sort of potentially come out the victor. So I was happy to at least well, have look, that debate. You know? We both know that you've got, you've got people that will like... See, I you... saw Piers. I, I, before I did it, I actually bumped into Piers and I said, I saw you on Simon Jordan. So I said, I'm going to go on. And he was like, as if to say... I doubt He's it. good. No, he, no, oh, he was quite complimentary. I don't mean particularly Look, luxury, it was, but it was a good complimentary. It was a good conversation. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just enjoying these two. I'm not, exactly. enti- I'm not entirely sure you told the truth during most of it. I actually did, but I'm not quite sure you knew what you were talking about. But anyway, I'm not going to go back there. There we go. But the reality is, what I will say is, although a lot of the topics discussed aren't necessarily great for boxing, boxing is a very topical sport and actually one of the most... You know, driven conversations in sport and debated conversations yeah, as well point. in all aspects of course, this topic as well. Well, of course, let's go on to this topic. And Eddie, we are here and the scene is incredible here at Westfield. It's getting busier and busier by the moment. And they're all here to see Anthony Joshua, of course, uh, the way in coming your way later on this morning. Uh, Eddie, how's your man? How, how is uh, Joshua? Nobody knows him probably better than your good self. Where yeah, is his head at the moment? Sort of... Um thinking about where he's at on fight week. Gareth Davies came up to me a couple of days ago. He seems in a great place. I said, you say that every fight, you know, and, and he's always smiling. He's always physically in incredible shape. We won't really know till the bell goes. I was in Dallas in camp with him. Looks great. Different kind of vibe in camp. You know, normally at the EIS, the English Institute of Sport, which is the home of the Olympic team, he's like, God, walks in and they roll out the red carpet. I don't think that's necessarily what he's wanted. A lot of voices, a lot of familiar faces. Sometimes it can get very comfortable this time in Dallas one voice Derek James went to the gym completely different environment very basic gym done the rounds done hard work but he's just you know I guess what's he got left in the tank I think a lot where's he at physically mentally all these questions that you know the problem in this fight is letting Jermaine Franklin get any rhythm or confidence in the fight if he can take that out of him early yeah. I think he can get him out of there Franklin does fancy it and of course it's his, it's his lottery ticket in boxing, but at the same time, if you let him get confident in the fire and frustrate Joshua, then it's going to be a long night. We, we are seeing the numbers of people pitching up here at Westfield. We know what it's going to be like tomorrow night, Eddie. Is he still the biggest draw in boxing or one of the biggest draws in boxing? Um, one of. I mean, I think you've got some huge draws. I mean, our other client on the other side of the pond, Canelo Alvarez, is quite incredible in terms of pay-per-view numbers in America, just sold out 60,000 in Guadalajara. You know, he's a huge name. Tyson Fury, a huge name with big profile on both sides of the Atlantic as well. Anthony's been doing this for a long time, you know, and I think with this fight, a little bit of a slow burner. You know, I expected it. We've sold out now. I expected it to sell it out quicker. But at the same time, there's been a lot of anticipation this week. Right. Because they realised that Josh was back. But you, you know, can they see don't know what the result is. If Franklin lands one, 
and puts him away, Anthony won't be doing it for any longer. No, I mean, that's a, been a big question this week. Is defeat the end for Anthony Joshua? I guess it all depends what kind of level you want to operate at. If you're only interested in trying to win the world heavyweight title or being involved with big fights like Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder and you get beat by Jermaine Franklin, it's a huge blow and you might not want to come back from it. But that's not... But do you see a no, scenario, no. seriously? I mean, ultimately, Anthony Joshua is a big-time fighter. Mm. And the fact that if he were to lose this fight, you can't really make a case, can you, for him to sort of trawl around mid-ranking fightings, given the levels that, he, that he's been at and operated at? I guess it's how the individual feels. I mean, But you know him, it's doubtful. Yeah, I, I think that he loves the sport of boxing. This is life. But also, he would also understand that he is a high-end operator, and that's where he wants yeah. to be. And... He's desperate to fight Fury. He's desperate to fight Wild. He wants to win the world heavyweight title. And if he, if he's three or four steps from that, it's a long way back. You know, I mean, everyone keeps talking about the two defeats recently. It was to Alexander Usyk, and I've tried to pump that into AJ to say you fought well in that last fight. You lost to the pound for pound number one, but as you drop the level, you need to deal with that level to show that you're the level above. And that's the situation on Saturday night. So the pressure is not just through victory, but actually doing it in a dominant fashion. Because I think if he goes in there and looks good and destroys this guy, everyone will be talking about AJV Fury. Yes. And I think we'll have a yeah. much easier job because the public will insist on that fight. And neither fighter has a fight scheduled. Neither fighter has a mandatory. I, I, I would be very hopeful of some kind of success. Do, do, do you expect the best version of Anthony Joshua yeah, tomorrow night, Adam? I, I absolutely do. What I wanted to just speak to Eddie about there is that I think in boxing we put too much onus sometimes on defeat. And obviously with Alexander Usyk, I personally rate him as the pound-for-pound number one. Losing to him, I don't think he's any great shame whatsoever. Why choose Jermaine Franklin as the comeback and not a Dillian White, a higher-ranked fighter, in order to create this conversation that he wants? they had a fight that could have gone either way, really. I think Dillian White, for me, when we look at the long-term plan of AJ... This is, don't forget, when we tried to look at the Fury fight at the end of last year, we were told by Fury that he was fighting Usyk in February, and that was done. Yeah. Obviously, it's April tomorrow, and, and that never happened. So, as far as I was concerned, I was plotting out, come back, potentially Dillian White in the summer, and then Fury or Wilder. Now, I still think White is an option in the summer, but I, w- I think AJ would be willing to go straight into the Fury fight, especially as he has no plans. So, you know... Would, would that be... If, 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 less in the, in the great scheme of things, Anthony's brilliant at the weekend. He blows Jermaine Franklin away and creates a statement and gets everybody going crazy. There's nothing like a viral knockout that's good for business. Would then taking, in my opinion, a sidestep to Dillian White be the right thing? Or do we need to be going further up the rankings to be saying, listen, Tyson Fury, we just had all this for the last week where everybody's annoyed in the heavyweight division. Let's get this fight on. Yeah, I think when you talk about going above Dillian White, there's a select few. Fury... Um, arguably Joyce. I think he's the same level as White, but, you know, he's looking good as well. And Wilder. So it's really, do you go for Fury Wilder or potentially Joyce, or do you go for Dillian White or another? And I think it depends on how he looks on Saturday and how he feels. Of course. I would like him to gel with Derek James. I mean, the last time out, he had one fight with Robert Garcia. Different kind of relationship. These two, Anthony for this camp and this week has been asked Derek, Speak to Derek. And I love that because when he had that with Rob McCracken, mm-hmm. there was so much trust in the corner. And what AJ's great at is instruction. If you tell him in a fight and if you can convince him that the tactics are correct and they're understood, mm-hmm. mentally, he's confident. He's not the guy you can go into and start pumping him up saying, you're a wrecking ball. Just go out and destroy him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he wants to know how, why, 
and I think he's got that under Derek James. Yeah. So did he have did he have that previous before Klitschko, for example, when he was blowing people away inside three rounds? With with Rob, I think with Rob McCracken, it was it was like father and son relationship. It was advisor, friend, manager, pure trust. And if you go back to the Klitschko fight at the end of the fifth round, yeah. where he was absolutely out on his feet, yeah. listen to McCracken in the corner. It was look at me, look at me. This is what you got to do. Breathe. And AJ was like, okay. It was the trust. And then you get to the Usyk fight, and all of a sudden you've got three trainers, and he's saying that during the round. Good, beautiful age. And, you know, at the end of the bell, we actually thought he won the fight. But how do you square yeah. that analogy with the first fight with Usyk, where Rob McCracken was the sole voice in his corner? He wasn't, though. No, but he wasn't. There that, was the most, that was the bad one. That was the He's problem. the most dominant yeah. voice, though, isn't yeah. he? Not, well, there was no, three, you had about three people yeah. shouting different instructions from at Tottenham. You had loads well, Andrew of different Fernandez. Yeah, 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 Andrew Fernandez and Joby. Joby. And it was, yeah, it was yeah. too much. Look, they're all very good trainers in their own right, but Rob... You know, I think that relationship broke down. Rob was there because he wanted to support AJ. You know, you've got people shouting things every time he lands a jab or slips a shot. And, and you know, really, you can't, you can't really have cheerleaders sometimes in the camp. of You know, every time I've got in the ring over the last two, that last fight particularly, which was very close against Usyk after the ninth round, and the championship performance from Usyk was great. I got in the ring. A lot of the team thought that AJ had won. You know, and I said, what do you think? I said, no. 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 I said it's 115, 113 all day long, or 116, 112. That's a bit harsh, but, yeah, yeah. you know, so now I think Derek won't give him any rubbish, and he's worked him to the bone out so there. So, Eddie, I can tell you, back at base, the questions from fight fans are flying in, and I'm hearing some of them now, so I'll put them to you. You expect your man to win tomorrow night. Of course you do. He's in great condition. You expect him to put Franklin away. But if he doesn't, for whatever reason, is it over for AJ? Would I'm, that be it? I mean, that's a personal decision, but... As we said before, it's over if you want to operate at a certain level. Okay. You know, and you're if not prepared for a long road back. And comes through with flying colours. Sunday morning, right away, you're talking to Frank Warren and Fury. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking to George Warren, probably. We get on pretty well. But I've got to just... You know, I get, the problem is I do about 800 interviews a day. I've got a massive mouth, as you is know. Is that a problem, and though? Is that a problem, doing as many interviews yeah, as you do? Yeah, because I'm going to say something that's going to upset someone, and, and a lot of the time it's not intentional. You know, me and George have got a really good relationship. Fair enough. And what George has said to me is, look, you know, he doesn't do a lot of interviews. Yep. And he said, look, we need to kind of do this one under the radar. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, no, I, I, he's 100% right. But I'll do something. I'd have a chat with Jeff Power by an elevator. Next thing, I've, apparently I'm using words like pilot contract. I, never, I don't even know what a pilot contract is. And In an ideal so, world, the talking would start towards putting but, AJ but, in but, with Fury. But Frank is right in a way. I heard his interview the other day where he said about social media killed Usyk Fury. Rubbish, really. Ultimately, if, you, if, if, if a two fighters want the fight and everybody wants to fight, regardless of what's said on social yeah. media, normally it gets done. But yeah, there is an element of that. Yeah, that I agree. Just, you know, Usyk's out there every day. Belly, white rabbit, you know, all this kind of stuff. And Fury's now getting humped. So emotionally, he's changing his opinion. He's probably making decisions that he might not do if he wasn't aggravated. And the same when we were negotiating for Fury AJ. Sign the contract today, you dosser, otherwise you're out. You're, yeah, that's yeah, the end yeah. of you. Yeah. And he's looking at it going, is this guy for real? So In an ideal world, you'd want to talk to Frank Warren on Sunday morning about putting your man in with Fury if, if uh, AJ comes through yeah. I, with I, flying colours against Franklin. I would say we already have the structure of the deal. Good. We have the material terms agreed of the deal from December. What we need to do is stay calm, speak to the broadcasters, and what we have this time is, is time. Yeah. And you where would the, you, um, if you were able to get that together, Eddie... Where would you have that fight? Because the key component behind the reason why the Fury-Usyk fight fell down is because it wasn't in Saudi and the money wasn't yeah. there. I mean, you want the straight answer? Yeah, yeah. Is the straight answer for everybody, but not many people say it? 
wherever the most money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's fair. Which will be Saudi, right? Yes. Yes. I don't think or, any or fans bothered, though, are they? They but, just want the fight. No, but it, the fight. What, what does bother me is when, you know, Fury will come out and say, you know, no, it's got to be... It previously said he'll only fight AJ at Wembley if it's free to the public to attend and it's not on pay-per-view. And then it's like, you know, let's just be real here. Yeah. The reason, you're right, the Usyk fight didn't happen is because actually, regardless of the 70-30 split, there wasn't enough money in the pot that he had in his mind yeah. that that fight was worth. Yeah, okay. Actually, he's, he's right. Really, Eddie, yeah, you're in big demand, I'm hearing, elsewhere. So we will move this Can't along. Can't let it go. Uh, that was a continued <laughs> look ahead to well, Joshua <laughs> Franklin in partnership with DAZN. Stream the fight live exclusively on DAZN. You're 100% essential download. Outspoken with White and Jordan. Thanks for listening to Outspoken with White and Jordan. Please leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. We'll be back each weekday to bring you the best of the show. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.